your favorite favorite hits on your favorite network. This is Holy Culture Radio. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's what in the ham sandwich. We saw it, man. <laughs> Let y'all know. Don't take it personal. It's just business. <laughs> this is what I want to say to them. They gave me a new era type thing. There you go. Not that old flex fit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One size fit all fit. <laughs> and the shorty go up to the altar doing the huck of buck. <laughs> but it looked more like a pole and lap dance. There you go. She might be a church sniper. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Don't jaw me to death. Don't jaw me. And we praying for you, B. We praying for you. But, but you're dead wrong, man. You're dead Look, wrong. We don't shoot no hot ones on the show. Nah. We got to call a spade a spade, man. Yeah. What in the ham sandwich? Yes, you know what it is. It's the What in the Ham Sandwich Show. It's the kid, Sean Slaughter. And I am True Asia. You know what I'm saying? And um, as you can see, our partner is not here. Cook Doggy Dog. He is uh, down with the flu. You know what I'm saying? Best wishes, dog. You know what I'm saying? Don't sneeze on your kids. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Drink a lot of water. You know what I'm saying? Keep all that sugar out. You know what I mean? No sugar. No sugar. But, uh, I guess I guess it's just it's just me freestyling today? Basically, you on you. Do you. It's all on me. It's all on you. Hold it down for your boy. <laughs> So basically what you're saying is it's going to be me and nothing else. <laughs> you in the air. So you ain't going to hop on this track with me. Nah. All right, then. Hey, y'all. My mic is a little crackling. Sean Slaughter coming through. You know when I tackle him. Like a New York Jet, I get in it. Don't forget, it's all good. The Ham Sandwich Show, yes, you best forget. The other shows that you're listening. When I'm coming through, I'm glistening. The rhyme style is pistoning. Everybody coming through, you know I be chiseling. The rhyme just like a sculpture. Eat it like a voucher. When I come through, you know the rhyme style is crazy. Everybody want to see my flow is so lazy. I can freestyle for like 2,000 hours. You know how I do, you need 2,000 showers. Cause you smell in your armpits is so funky. It's all good. Plus you drink blast monkey. Plus you smoke cigarettes. I don't know what the heck. Sean thought I coming through. Make our cast snap your neck. It's the ham sandwich show. I'm glad you are here. Everybody now, don't not crack a beer and don't crack no vodka. I got God, the son of man is coming back, so you better get him. I mean, I got him. Everybody wanna come through and try to chop him. Me, I will rock him just like a t-shirt. Yes, he cleaned me out the dirt now. I'm for certain coming through i'm just smirking i wish cook dog was here freestyling it's not working true on the side but she don't want a freebie it's all good so now you'll just see me freestyle on and on just like a river just like that movie i'll stand in the liver in my back i got arrows call it a quiver you know how i do when i come through slither that's how i do on the beat when i'm rhyming on time and it's all good you know me sean slaughter climbing just like mount everest please don't forget this miss when i come in through you know my rhyme style never miss miss me but my name is never drake when i come through cast acting like they all fake it's so good to rhyme i come through and i will bake you know how we do when we slice it up and cut the cake 
Yes, I like it like fat kids love it. And when we coming through, everybody's no above it. J. Christ in the sky, Y, X, Y, crack a bug dry. Everybody acting like a tough guy. Ha, it's Slaughter Man. I'm gonna wrap the mic up, wrap the rap up, and then Quarter Man. I just made a word up, don't know what it means. I'ma drop the mic just like your spleen. When you drinking liquor, I'm so quicker. I might say a bad word like, ha ha, yeah, you know the style is so sweet. Yeah, catch it, did you? <laughs> it's the What The Ham Sandwich Show, y'all. He goes on bad. <laughs> he goes on bad. Yeah, catch that. I said I'm going to say a bad word like, and then I didn't say the bad word. Um, we cut through the fat and give you the facts. It's the What The Ham Sandwich Show. All day. You know what I'm saying? Not for the boring, only for the daring. Only for the daring and not for the boring. Um... Welcome back, man. It's good to be back with you guys. Uh, once again, another beautiful week. Um, it's gorgeous out here in Virginia. Yeah, it's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? 77 degrees. Oh. You know what I mean? Um, I can't wait for the spring to come. I'm a New York boy. I like the, uh, well, I don't, I don't mind the seasons, but I, I, I could care less for, you know, eight feet of snow. Mm. So Virginia does me um, very, very well. Um, you know what I'm saying? So let's go ahead and give them a little bit of... Dun, da, da, da. Ham news. Ham news. Give him um, the hand news. Let's talk about Bernie Ma- Madoff. Um, Madoff. In his second jailhouse interview, um, Wall Street scammer Bernard Madoff told a reporter that his victims were greedy and the U.S. government is a Ponzi scheme in itself. Sure was. <laughs> All day. Uh, uh, he said, and quote, everyone was greedy, said Madoff, according to the New York Times magazine. I just, I just went along. It's not an excuse, but I just went along. <laughs> and, and to be honest, it's it's a hustle for for somebody that's investing a hundred million dollars, and they're getting twenty percent returns on their money on a continual basis. You, you know have, what I'm saying? You gotta know something is up. I mean, if you know the stock market, you happy to get twenty and thirty percent returns. You get an eighty percent returns. Come on now. You happy to get ten percent returns. If something is too good to be true, then and and, and you and, and if you're not asking no questions. Cause you kind of know, right? You kind of know, but you trying to put like you don't know. So, so, I, so I, you get what you get. I ain't gonna say nothing, and now you got to pay like guap back. Madoff told the magazine that he went on suicide watch after his son Mark Madoff hanged himself in December 2010 on the second anniversary of his father's arrest for orchestrating the largest party scheme in history. Yeah, I, I feel bad um, for a son committing suicide. That's crazy. But if you're looking for sympathy in the little in a, in a little violin. Sorry, dog. Ain't got nothing here. He said a lot of his, um, the, the people he scammed are living out of cardboard boxes right now. Are you serious? <laughs> That's how much money they lost. Some people lost their life savings. And, and mind you, these are investors. So these are not, you know, your, your, your average uh, 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 investor was, I mean, he had the New York Mets as a client. I mean, he had big clients. Right. And so to go from, you know, 7,000 square feet you know what I'm saying? The 12 by 14. And to be honest, he eating, he's probably eating better than a lot of them. Yeah. He's in he's in the um button of prison in North Carolina. They say they call that like oh, yeah. the fluff oh, yeah. prison. Oh yeah, I saw I saw you that on, on TV. Right, and he and he he's like a superstar in the prison. Yeah, Cassie praying to go there. Exactly. <laughs> he he giving stock tips and all out in prison. So he living better than a lot of his people he scammed. That's a shame. He off the chain. He in the prison, everybody pray to go to. <laughs> Because that's the nigga be next to him. Um, this is the last day of Black History Month. They want to give us 28 days. You know what I'm saying? What part of the game is that? Shortest day. You better get it in. <laughs> better get it in while, while, while you can get it in. Lucky you ain't get 28 hours. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
Um, I want to talk about real quick Emmett Till. Um, a lot of you probably uh, heard of Emmett Till in 1955. He's a 14-year-old um, who was beaten to death and thrown into a lake for whistling at a white woman. Um, later on that night, the the, the husband, the the wife's the wife husband, um, she he he and his uh, brother uh, went to uh, Emmett's uncle's house and took him from the house and uh, beat him, gouged his eye out, um, and then they shot him in the head. Wow. And disposing of his body in the um, Tallahatchie River, weighing him, uh, weighing it down with a 70-pound cotton gin. Wow. They were acquitted. Wow. This is this is why, acquitted. This is why people tears up cities. Exactly. <laughs> they were acquitted um, for, for this. That's why they tear cities up. Inhumane act. And listen, Brian and, and Milam, who, who were the guys who um, committed the murder, were acquitted of Till's kidnapping and murder but a year later, protected by Double Jeopardy, they admitted to killing him in wow. a magazine interview. Unbelievable. That sounds like a movie. Till's murder is noted as one of the leading events that motivated the African-American civil rights movement. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's unfortunate that, that, that it happened to him. But, you know, you know, sometimes you can take something so horrible and so bad and Emmett Till's death, as horrible as it was, you know what I'm saying, sparked a whole... Um, a whole you know, really revolution, revolution you know what right. I'm saying, for uh, black people and stuff like that. So even though you don't want the revolution to start like that, and it happens a lot of times, a lot of revolution, a lot of things that, that happen, like America's Most Wanted, a lot of things that ha- right. uh, happen, they happen out of tragedy, tragedy, and they wouldn't have started without that tragedy. Right. But because of that tragedy, mm-hmm. tragedy, you know what I'm saying, wonderful things have happened. And that's one of the things his mom said when it was, when, when it, because he was from Chicago, and he was just down in Mississippi visiting family for the summer. So one of the things his mom said when they shipped him back to Chicago was she wanted to she wanted everybody to see what they had done to her son. So they so um, they said tens of thousands of people you know lined the streets and came to his funeral and they had an open casket and it was wow. just like the most disgusting thing. But she wanted people to see you know the the racism that was going on and why her son was killed. Wow. So, um, finally, twenty years later. Rodney King is getting married. You all remember Rodney King. Are you serious? Yes, from 1991, who was brutally beaten by the police uh, policeman. Um, he Mark, um, was it Mark Furman and, and them cats? No, or, or was that OJ? No, that was OJ. <laughs> that was OJ. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, and they all got acquitted. Exactly. Um, after Rodney King's beating, the race riot followed, leaving 55 people dead and hundreds um, wounded. Um, yeah. So almost 20 years later, after the trial. Um, Rodney King was awarded, I think, $3.8 million. Wow. And and actually, 20 years later, he still says that he has nightmares. And, um, of act- course. Right. And he says he still, have to, he still has a stiff body from certain places where they kicked him and things like that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's traumatic. Right. But the one good thing that came out of it is he's now engaged to one of his jurors. Oh, wow. On his, the, one of the female jurors on his... And that was on his that played a part in his case. He's she she should have been on, on on the jurors on, on against the cops. <laughs> Sent them dudes to the bang. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. All right. Well, uh, that concludes another segment. Uh, hey. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassing. <laughs> and includes uh, that concludes another segment of Ham News. Uh, don't forget, you can always call in 757-325-9493. 757-325-9493. Or you can email us, info, I-N-F-O, at hamshow.tv. Um, go to Facebook as well, you know, the, the What in the Ham Sandwich Show. Or just, just type in uh, Ham Sandwich Show, and we'll pop up there.
click it, leave a comment, leave a message. We love your messages. We love your comments. We love your questions. A lot of y'all always give me show ideas. Keep doing that, yo. I love getting show ideas from you. Um, I love getting comments on the topics. Um, we post the topics on the Facebook, so give us comments on the topics. Um, we love the conversation. That's what the Ham Sandwich Show is all about. That's what it is. Um, hamshow.tv. We on live. Janelle. Let's go ahead and, and, and get night. some music. We'll be back.
tricks like your mind playing tricks, ghetto boys. Unless you seek the law and hit the blind plan, then you just watching time pass. Try to rewind, saying the hourglass ticking. I'm okay, I'm in position, getting me alive in Christ. I bury me, watch me live it. I know what it is. Be back. <laughs> Short and true. The what? The what? The ham sandwich show. We holding it down. How come my mic always be trying to go it's, to sleep? Cause you always. This joint be working fine. That joint be trying to take a nap. I joint be straight. What's the way you be pulling on it? And then you try twisting it and all that. <laughs> you twist it, twist it. How come my mic be trying to take stuff? Ham sandwich nap? show. Sean, true. Cook is not here. He got the flu. And uh, so get well, get well, homie. You know what I'm saying? We get pour well out, soon. Pouring out a, a 40 ounce of uh, a milk, a 40 ounce of Wildest for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, welcome back, guys. And um, on today's show, um, I kind of knew that it was going to be me and my wife. Uh, you know, thank the Lord, cook call early, which he usually doesn't. So appreciate that. Thanks for looking out, my boy. Um, and um, so today's show is called. Why in the world are you married? You know what I'm saying? And um, I kind of came up with the topic. Um, believe it or not, I was uh, kind of surfing the internet and, uh, you know, looking up things on um, on marriage. I knew me and my wife were going to be doing the show. Looking at things on marriage and love and stuff like that. I came across Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil. You know what I'm saying? The Feel good. Not Dr. Phil good. Dr. Phil good. Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Phil S. Although your husband could be Dr. Phil Good. All day. You know what I'm saying? Phil, you didn't feel real good. <laughs> and um, and so um, he has some marriage, you know, things on marriage, stuff like that. And um, and it made me ask the question, why in the world are you married? Or more specifically, um, what drives people to marriage? You know what mm. I'm saying? Um, now, some people say the obvious word is love, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I I don't know. I think people get married for um, I think people get married for a a, a bunch of um different reasons. But the the one thing I want I found interesting on the on the site um care of uh Dr. Phillip um is um use some stats from 2003 and uh, let's read through these stats. All right, we'll kind of do uh you want to do Twitter time? Yeah. All right. Um, it's pretty interesting. C- kind of regular. And these stats are from actually popular popular magazines, popular polls and stuff like that. So they're all from different resources. Um, I bet you didn't know that the average age of the woman getting married in the U.S. is 27. Mm. Okay. Not bad. You know Not what I'm bad. saying? Yeah. For, for all y'all that, that's, you know, 2022, you know, don't, don't think y'all want to get married around 30. It's all good. You, you be 30, 31, 32, still get married. Still find a booski. Right. Still eggs, still ripe. Still have some kids. Yes. Some kids. <laughs> still pop them out. <laughs> the average age of a man getting married in the United States is 29. 
you know, I don't know, man. I I, I would have thought it was, I'd have, I would have thought for a woman it'd have been like 23, 24. For a yeah. man it'd have been 25, 26. Not really, because men, they don't really mature until about 25, 26. So true that, true that. You gotta give them a little bit of time. They get married and somebody watch they draw. <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> when they gotta get up their mother's house and they start searching. Exactly. It's time for you to get out. She's not putting no more clothes, your drawers and her loads. So what that means is I gotta get married then. I bet. You know somebody? I got you. Read <laughs> <laughs> the next one. All right. Eighty percent of American men and women between the ages of twenty and twenty nine believe that they have a soulmate who is waiting for them. Okay, not bad. 88%, a lot of people. Okay. 59% of marriages for women under the age of 18 end in divorce within 15 years. Mm. The divorce rate drops to 36% for those married at age 20 or older. Now, that's, that's pretty interesting. Uh, 59% of marriages, they, they basically, if you get under, under the age of 18, if you get married, um, 60% of y'all are going to get divorced. Wow. You know what I'm saying? If you marry under the age of 18. Um, but then it, it drops to what? If you marry 36. over 20? 36. All right. Um, check this out. 60% of mar- of marriages for couples uh, between the ages of 20 and 25 end in divorce. 60%, y'all. 60%. 6 out of y'all 10. Need to, y'all need to start thinking about this. That's because y'all young, dumb. You know what I'm saying? Young, dumb, and full of, full of rum. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's because, you know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of times, churches be, be trying to encourage young people. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, they date for two years. Y'all need to get married. No, you don't. You do not need to get married. If y'all don't feel you need to get married, nobody tell you need to get married. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, and even if you're living together, which, which we shouldn't be. No, you shouldn't be. You know, we don't believe in, in, in cohabitation. Don't let no, no pastor force you to get married because y'all living together. Exactly. Or, or, or even if you have a kid together. Right. Because marriage, as, you, as you'll see later on the show, is, is, a, is a pretty big step. Um, and 60% uh, I already said that Go ahead 50% 50% of all marriages In which the brides Are 25 or older Result in a failed marriage Alright so that that's wow. pretty, mm-hmm. but, that, but that's pretty much The, the, the normal right, stat ha- yeah. Half of marriages Right, right yeah In the divorce Alright right. Um, So that's You know Bride 25 or older 65% of um, Autobound men and women Live together Before getting married Okay I can see that Yeah most people that's that um, I know we live together Yeah But we got married We sure did you know what I'm saying? Don't judge me Don't judge Don't me Don't judge me I know it's Don't no the Lord Don't judge me I know okay. it's no the Lord The Lord has forgiven my soul <laughs> God have mercy on your soul I got my <laughs> sins together You know what I'm saying <laughs> But um but yeah, I know I know that we lived together before we got married. Um, that's sixty five percent. That's okay. Let's see. Yeah, we was part of sixty five. Show up. <laughs> um, research indicates that people who live together. Listen to this. Research indicates that people who live together prior to getting married are more likely to have marriages that end in divorce. Ooh. So I wouldn't guess that. So first, he hits you with that sixty five percent of men and women who live together. Um. Uh. Before getting married, sixty-five percent of men, women, they live together before, before getting, getting married. married. Then he says that the majority of those people um, who do live together are more likely to end in divorce. Mm. You know what I'm saying, and and, and to me, I, I, you know, it, it, I, it, it makes somewhat uh, of sense to me, um, simply because, um, I don't know, I, I, there's something special about marriage, and I think that when you live together, you, you know, what I'm saying, I, I don't know, man, there, there's something about two two people. Being separate, you know right, what I mean. And they're coming together. And they're coming together, you know what I mean. Like when you was in the in the navy, mm-hmm. and and even though we lived together for what a couple of months, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, not even a year. Not even a year, but but then when you went to the navy for two and a half years, there was something about that separation right. that that when we did eventually come together, it was a 
a cup we like like we decided to come together. Right. And we made a commitment and then and then you know the the habitation was part of that commitment right. versus us just laying up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I right, might as well might as well. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing nothing on TV. <laughs> They playing reruns of Martin. <laughs> <laughs> a recent study on cohabitation concluded that after five to seven years, only 21% of unmarried couples were still living together. All right, pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Keep going. 55% of cohabitating couples get married within five years of moving in together. 40% of those couples who live together break up within, within that same time period. All right, so these are a couple of stats on cohabiting, and, and obviously living together and getting married does not seem to be a, a good idea. I mean, um, children of divorce have a higher risk of divorce. Listen to this. Children of divorce have a higher risk of divorce when they marry and an even higher risk if the person they marry comes from a divorced home. Mm. One study found that when the wife alone has experienced a parental divorce, her odds of divorce increased to 59%. When both spouses experience parental divorce, the odds of divorce nearly triple to 189%. Y'all might as well just stay single. Y'all need to go sit down somewhere. Well, Well, if one comes from divorce, it's about 90%. If both come from divorce, it's, it's about a, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's almost guaranteed that you get divorced. Go ahead and just get the papers. Exactly. Go ahead and get married and just sign the divorce papers. You know what I'm saying? According to the study. Um, and the last step that we have here, the likelihood that a woman will eventually marry is significantly, oh, I just lost my notes. Lower for those Thank who you. first had a child out of wedlock. Oh, yeah, By right. age 35, only 70% of all unwed mothers are married in contrast to 88% of women who have not had a child out of wedlock. And that's understandable um, because usually when you have a child, you know, it's hard to get a man and then get a man that's going to take care of that child. Right. But, but the stat, 70% is still pretty high. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, 70%. And so um, we kind of gave you some stats on, on cohabitation, um, we gave you some stats on uh, uh, marriage and divorce. And so with all these stats, with all these things that go on, with all the problems that we have, half the people getting divorced, people that that, that, that cohabitate together are more likely to get, get, get divorced. Um, if you come from a divorced household, both of you, um, you know what I'm saying? The, the results say, uh, you know, 180% of the time, mm. you know what I'm saying? You're going to get divorced, which is kind of a crazy stat. How you going to get that's 180%? Crazy. 80%? <laughs> that's like... That's like everybody. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you got a mandatory get divorced. You know what I'm saying? A man, you know what I'm saying? And mandatory so, divorce. So, if if all of this is happening, you know what I mean? Men are from Mars and women are from Venus. Um, you know, uh, uh, men and women want different things. Why in the world, why in the ham sandwich... Mm. Are we even married? Why do we even do this thing? Why do we do this? You, you know act like you clueless. Why do we do this? You know what I'm saying? Well, look, what we're going to do is um, when we come back, I want to go over a couple of, of, of marriage myths. Mm. Okay? Um, mm. Before we kind of answer this question, we're kind of painting the picture, um, kind of setting it up um, so that you can really realize, you know, maybe ask yourself, you know, why did I get married? Did I get married because I loved them? Did I get married because I wanted a wedding? You know what I'm saying? Right. Did I get married because somebody told me to? I felt obligated to? I obligated? Did I marry because I wanted security? I don't want to be by myself? Did I get married for uh, for whatever reason? You know what I'm saying? Why did I get married? You somebody know what I mean? wash the drawers? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wash the streaks out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so it's the ham show. Sean True. We'll be right back, y'all. Yeah. I know about pain all too well. But I ain't scared no more. Yeah. 
I've been on the carousel of heaven and hell At the crossroads of freedom and jail How the eye with the pistol survived the tail Been in in the minutes, wanting to end it Only thoughts was might as well I lost friends, dead ends in the cul-de-sac Love when that was a give it back Why is it that? I've been crossed over more than a border I just figured that Life's as jacked as a prison tag Looking back through the spirit's lens I can see the fingerprints That I couldn't see with squints Growth the each event Lost a brother and a parent It's become apparent to continue It's gonna take some perseverance I play through the whistle Even with the interference Don't trip Standing strong in my circumstance Refined through fire Through pains How to face the hands If fans pass through a tragedy Know how fair life can be But see the beauty gradually That's what it is. It's the kid Sean Slaughter, and uh, I'm here with True Asia. Yes, y'all know we're how back. it is. 
And uh, welcome Did back. Did you to- miss me? Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back Varnell. to the What and the Ham Sandwich Show. Who's that? that? Varnell from Martin yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you miss me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a Tommy Davidson playing that. Hey, yo, Martin. Let me tell you something about Martin, yo. A comic genius. Yes, hilarious. His TV shows, I mean, comedy genius. Joints are hilarious, yo. And, uh, you know, what was it? Is it TV One that we running the reruns? Yeah. TV One? Y'all seen the Mark reruns. Them joints is hilarious. <laughs> um, we're back, and we're talking about why why in the world are you married? Why in the world are you married? And um, basically, we went over a whole bunch of stats and stuff that really make you question, why are you married? You know, people get divorced. You live together, you get divorced. Don't live together, you get divorced. Married between 20, you get divorced. After 20, after 25. Um... You know, it seems that, and I think, uh, was it Will Smith and, and Jada that basically um, Will has his own ideology, basically saying that um, men just can't be, cannot be unfaithful. Right, can't be faithful. And, and so they've created this, um, uh, this, this system that they're allowed to uh, uh, date and have sex with other people as, as long, long as, as they uh, approve. As long as the other and that's approved. like Monique too. Her husband is allowed to sleep with other men. She she says she, she, she her husband allowed to sleep with other women. Excuse me. She she will, she says she won't sleep with other men, but he's allowed wow. to sleep with other women. That's that sounds like low self esteem to me. Low self esteem. That's like low self esteem to me. He can sleep around, but you can't. That's not that's not an arrangement. She can. Oh, she but can. She, but, but she, she won't. But she doesn't. That's 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 a shame, man. Um, I want to give you, I want to give you 10, 10, 10 different myths, and uh. This, this is our new sound effect. You know what I'm saying? Whenever we give you 10 things. 10 things. Ten That's what's called. This segment's ten, called 10 things. It's called 10 things. This is our new effect. 10 things we found on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's the new effect. Whenever we do a top 10, you know what I'm saying? Nice. What y'all, what y'all going to hear is. 10 things we found on the internet. <laughs> that's, that's, that's gonna be the uh, that's gonna be the sound effect, okay? You know what I'm saying? So this right here, this is ten myths about your marriage, okay? Um, and uh, we'll go one by one. Okay. Myth number one: a great relationship depends on a great meeting of the minds. Now, this was actually um, kind of um, enlightening to me. Um, because basically what it says is if people think like I guess think the way you think, like like you're on a higher plane. Right. Um, but it says you will never see things through your partner's eyes because you are two different people. You are genetically, physiologically, psychologically, and historically different. All right. And a relationship is is uh is far more enjoyable when you're with someone who enriches your life, not simply reflects it. Mm. Mm. You need somebody that enriches your life, not just reflects it. All right? So appreciate your differences. Give me, give me, give me number two. Number two. A great relationship requires a great m- romance. All right? Great romance. romance. I mean, yeah, romance. That's a romance. Uh, oh, they say a great romance. Romance. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, you, you know, as a wife, you know, you want romance. Husband want romance. But, you know, it says don't be unrealistic. You're not going to be, you know, you're not going to be romantic every single day the flowers every single day. It says, you know, yes, your life with your partner should include plenty of romance, but don't kid yourself and expect unrealistic Hollywood fairy tale. The right. truth is that in the real world, being in love is not falling 
It's not like falling falling in in love. love. That is a great quote. It really is. That's a great quote. Because when you fall in love, falling in love is a moment. Right. Right. And it's hard to carry that moment for the 50 years you're going to get married. Exactly. So being in love, I think, um, takes more commitment and it's more about, it's more, it's less about feeling and it's more about loyalty. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's more about loyalty and commitment. Right. Um, Myth number three, a great relationship requires great problem solving. Mm, Okay. True. Uh, Another one that I, that I kind of, um, I kind of, uh, I learned as well. Don't fall into the trap of believing that you and your partner can't be happy. If you can't resolve resolve your serious disagreements, 90% of problems in a relationship are not solvable. Crazy. Wow. 90% of relation things in a relationship are not solvable. You know what I'm saying? And um, so I guess I guess it's not if if you dis- disagree, it's how you disagree. Right. You know what I'm saying? But right. I will say I will say this. At the end of the day, because a relationship is about giving and taking, somebody has to take the chance and say. Okay, let's try it your way. Right. You know, so if it's right. reasonable, right? Reasonable right. and obviously biblical. But somebody and, and, and somebody has to say, well, we can't because you can't sit on on both sides of the fence forever. Exactly. Somebody has to concede and right. say, let's try it your way. If it don't work that way, we'll try it my way. If it don't work my way, then we'll seek yeah. another answer. Right. We'll come together and think of something. Come together. And, yeah, you know, but but just because you can't solve a problem doesn't mean you should get divorced. Right. You know what I'm saying? Number. Four. A great relationship requires common interests that bond you together forever. There's nothing wrong with your relationship. You don't share common interests and activities. So it doesn't mean that, you know, oh, my goodness, my, my relationship is over because I don't like what he likes and he doesn't like what I like. The best thing for you to do is to find out what each other like. I'm sure you have something in common. So find out what that one thing is or that, you know, two or three things are and embrace it. But also, you have to, like Sean said, you got to be willing to concede. So, women, if you don't like football, just go in and watch it with them. You know what I'm saying? You might not like it, but as you watch it, you might become interested by asking some questions. And then, same thing, men, if your wife, you know, she sure, want to go to the... Sure, sure, it's like watching movies where, where, the, where the man um, did something bad to the woman and the woman about to kill him. Go ahead and watch the movie. Yeah, go ahead and watch, go ahead and get that, watch that man get murked. <laughs> watch that man get murked. Right, you know and, and you know that's you showing that you care what she likes. You're showing that you can show interest in what she likes or what he likes. Right, even, even if she do watch the color purple for the 175,000th time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go ahead, just lay there, just yeah. just veg out. Yeah. At, at least you're laying there. Right, you're beside her. That's all that matters. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what we on? Five. A great uh, myth number five: a great relationship is a peaceful one. Um, ah. Don't be afraid to... Okay, I, I see what it says. Don't be afraid to argue because you think it's a sign of weakness or relationship breakdown. Even the healthiest couples argue. Right. Y- y- your relationship should be a peaceful a relationship, but don't think... W- what this myth is saying is that basically don't think that you're not going to have major arguments. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it says if approached properly, arguing could actually help the relationship, releasing tension, instilling the sense of peace and trust that comes from knowing you can release feelings without being abandoned or humiliated. And a lot of times we don't want to argue with us, with our spouse. Um, and, and I think a mature couple should argue with their spouse because it releases tension, right? But it also allows you to get your feelings out. And if you don't feel like you get, you can get your feelings out to your spouse, then who are you going to get your feelings out to? Right. Your co your, your coworker who happens to be a man who's a good listener who want to go out to lunch. Yeah, I happen to have baby here on the side. Oh, this is nice. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's a great listener. So, you know what I'm saying? You should be able to express your feelings and express yourself, um, you know, to your husband. 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, one wife. thing I like about this it says don't abandon the issue and attack the work of your partner during the argument. If it's an issue that y'all dealing with, or uh, as far as like who watch whose turn is to wash the dishes, don't abandon the issue of whose turn is to wash the dishes and start talking about you ain't never you ain't wasn't never no good anyway. <laughs> and, and, but the reason they do that is, is they to they're trying to win the argument, right? So they discredit so the like, person, right? It's, it's called it's a fallacy. It's an argument fallacy. Right. Um, I forget what it's called. Um, is it sli- no, slippery, slippery slope? No, it's not no, slippery, slippery slope. slope. But it's an argument fallacy where you 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 uh, sidestep the issue and you and you attack the person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, number six, a great relationship lets you vent all your feelings. That's true. Well, it's not, you shouldn't be you shouldn't vent on your partner. Well, well read, read read that. that it says that getting one. getting things off your chest might feel good, but when you blurt something it's, out, it's, it's a myth. Remember, it's a myth uh, of the moment. You risk damaging your relationship permanently. Many relationships are destroyed when one partner can't forgive something that was said during the uncensored venting. So, it's, it's a healthy myth. venting is good. Healthy healthy venting is good, but just just blurting out things because you know, like you said, you want to attack the person because you feel like you're losing an argument, or you feel like you have to say something to win an argument. And you can't say everything that you're thinking. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? There has to be some kind of censorship. Because that's what it says. Vent all your feelings. You can't say everything you think. I never liked your mother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because the, the 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 reality is is that some of the things you think could be sinful and bad and don't need to be said anyway. Right. You need to repent <laughs> repent about them, not say them. you thinking about it. Yeah, you need to repent. Myth number seven. Myth number seven. A great relationship has nothing to do with sex. It's a myth, and this probably pertains to most ladies since most men... No, no, no! A discredit to y'all ladies that enjoy sex, but most men uh, uh, like having sex more frequently than women. The belief is that sex is not important is a dangerous and intimacy er- eroding myth. Sex provides an important timeout from the pressure of our daily lives and allows us to experience a quality level of closeness, vulnerability, vulnerability, <laughs> and sharing um, with our partners. Um, and this is important. You gotta understand something about sex. And the importance of sex. And this is why sex is so important um, within a marriage. And it's good to have good quality sex within a marriage. Quality. Sex is so important because um, that is the only time that you will be that close to any person in your life is when you're having sex. I mean, think about that. You're never going to be laying on top of your coworker. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You ain't never gonna be uh, uh, laying on top. I mean, spooning your coworker. Spooning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there's there's nobody else that you allow because because think about this. We all have a personal space, right? Right. Your personal space is vitally important, and when people violate your personal space, um, you know what I'm saying? It, it feels uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and um, so 99 percent of the people um do not are not allowed to violate your personal personal space, even right. family members. Right. The only people that really could personally violate viol- viol- uh, your personal space is your children, and then those that can really violate your personal space is your husband or wife. Right. You know what I'm saying? So think about that. These are the only people that you allow that space. So that space is private and, and it's precious. Right. And uh, and so when you give that space to somebody um, uh, within a marriage, it, it really is meaningful. So sex really has um, great great meaning. Within a marriage, you know what I'm saying. Um, um, outside of marriage, if, if a marriage is not is, is not there and you guys are just having sex, then the meaning is lost. Right. There is no meaning. You know what I'm saying. But within a marriage, because it's consensual and it's together, there's a lot of meaning there. Right. Um, myth number eight: A great relationship cannot survive a flawed partner. That is 
that's definitely a myth. Um, nobody's perfect. As long as your partner's quirks are non-abusive and non-destructive, you can learn to live with them. So if your, yeah. your partner might have a, a, a issue, you know, a small issue or even a large issue, but you got to remember that you said for better or for worse. Yep. So, you know, you don't automatically throw your partner to the side of the road. You try to work with her or you try to work with him through their issue. You know what I'm saying? And, and in the end, when the issue is, is dealt with, it brings your relationship closer. True that. Uh, method number nine, there's a right way and a wrong way to make the relationship great. And he says nothing could be further from the truth. There is no definitive right way to be a good spouse, good parent, or to handle any relation that challenges that, that life throws you. Um, do uh, Well, I would kind of agree and disagree with this, that that th- there is a right way. And, I, and obviously, you know, be, uh, you know, the site that we pulled this from obviously wasn't wasn't a Christian site. It had great material. Um, but there is a right way. Now, now what, I, what I will say is that we don't always do the right way and we, we're not going to always hit the mark. But there is a mark on being a great husband, and there is a mark on being a great um, wife. Right. And we should aim for that mark and press towards that mark. Right. But we're not going to always hit that mark. You know right. what I mean? And so don't get mad because you don't always hit that mark. You know what I mean? As long as you're striving and trying, truly striving and trying to do your best, um, then that, that, that should be good enough. Right. Give me that last one. The last one is um, your relationship can become great only when you straighten your partner out. That's one thing we need to understand is that, you know, we should not be in the business of trying to change our partner and try to make him or her more like us. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It says, don't fall into the trap of believing that if you could change your partner, your relationship would be better. You are the very least jointly accountable for for the relationship. So you get, you you know, you meet her halfway, she'll meet you halfway, y'all join together. But don't try to change her. Don't try to change him. And I, and I like what this says. It says, let go of the childlike notion that falling in love means finding someone who will be responsible for your happiness. You need to take responsibility for your own happiness. And that's, that's interesting because you think about it, a lot of women do this. You know what I'm saying? Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Cookies on the chat. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Cook dogs on the chat line with the flu. You know what I'm saying? Your fingers must have the flu too, dog. Um, The reality is a lot of women do this. A lot of women, they get married because they want to be happy. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the reality is is that even though your partner can bring you happiness um, or bring you a level of happiness, he can only bring you a a measure of happiness. That's all he can bring you is a measure of happiness. Right. You're responsible for your own happiness. Right. That doesn't mean the the sky is going to open up and the... The sun is gonna shine every day, and it never's gonna rain. It's never gonna rain. You know, you're never gonna have issues. Everything is gonna be perfect. Nah, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't but, work like that. But I, I've I've come to find out that as you sometimes, like you said, some of those, those arguments and hard things actually will grow um, a relationship. So let's take let's take a quick break and uh, come back with the Thunder Mower is showing the true cookers on the chat line. <laughs> <laughs> come on. <laughs> God bless America, my Sweet home. Huh. Ain't nothing better than being free in the king. It allow a cutty to live out with he's seeing his dream. Let me clarify my lingo so that you see what I mean. Everything been falling in place all cause I hopped on the team. Soon enough, soon enough, you will you will notice, notice. Christ is my main, Christ is my main focus, focus. Gotta be a light, gotta be a light to the to the hopeless, hopeless. Can't take all but a fall for the hocus, 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 hocus. Want us to pipe down. Hate to hear us giving them glory through night sound. But as long as he give me lyrics to write down, I'ma brag on his goodness, not later, but right now. I'ma, I'ma let it be, let it be known. No. That, that, I'm in my, I'm in my zone, zone. 
your boy accepted, it's calling minus the phone. I'm still on the runway, somebody tell these pilots I'm gone. And when I think about it, I get so emotional. They get that jumping and waving just like an ocean do. You got me broken and humble just to be close to you. It's Independence Day, tell me what it means to you. When I think about it, I get so emotional. They get that jumping and waving just like an ocean do. You got me broken and humble just to be close to you. Independence Day, tell me what it means to you. Show you what this independence really looked like. Like an eagle, my faith in Christ took flight. Like 2020, my vision, it kind of took sight. No longer left on death row like greatest shook night. Good night to everything that was holding me, holding me. I'm living life a little bolder, be living free. Try to move quick, change to a bolder, be a choose Christ. One of them seem a little slow to me. I serve the God that'll change you from your senses. The answer to your problem is solving arithmetic. Freedom won't be found in a dude or a chick. You only find it in Christ, the one that's heaven sent. I know it seems what we're saying is a little strange. It's the same as what you're hearing from Ross Breakaway. Bringing change, staying low, we're staying in my lane. Born again, that's the only one that can. Think about it, I get so emotional. It can't be jumping and waving just like an ocean do. You got me broken and humble just to be close to you. It's Independence Day, tell me what it means to you. But when I think about it, I get so emotional. It can't be jumping and waving just like an ocean do. You got me broken and humble just to be close to you. It's Independence Day, tell me what it means to you. Yeah, it means I'm free to walk in the authority he's given me. Rip off the shackles, no longer bound by the enemy. Holy Spirit into me, any race that's in me. Cats looking crazy. They don't know what's gotten into me It's Independence Day Let's do the fireworks Celebrating with brothers Who only put Messiah first Ex-slave Check my passion for Christ's movement shirt Walking free proclaiming his will While we here on this earth License to do his will Yeah, I'm built for the goal Walk with accountable brothers To catch me when I fall And when opposition is tall I'm not frightened at all I add Jordan on him I can show him how to ball This is the dope team Homie, we y'all ready one For freedom we stand firm Galatians 5-1 And get to jumping and waving just like an ocean dude. You got me broken and humble just to be close to you. It's Independence Day, tell me what it means to you. And when I think about it, I get so emotional. And get to jumping and waving just like an ocean dude. You got me broken and humble just to be close to you. It's Independence Day, tell me what it means to you. Okay. Yeah, big field repping that bloodstained banner with my East Coast flow and my down south drummer. Boy, full of gifts, call me the down south center. By his grace, I am not in the down south slammer. Prisoner, sinner, punishment, death. I'm saved by grace through faith, nothing else. So to the boy died, be the king I rep. He was moved by compassion because his crumbs I kept. Uh, even this dog deserved that. You heard that? Grabbed me by the collar and he showed me where the word at. Bought by price through Christ. Teflon, Steve Irk status, then he changed me to Stefan. I'm so Jaleel White ass knowing I was washed in the blood. I let the whole world know I serve the real hero and his name I live. I keep Jesus Christ, y'all can have Will Smith. And when I think about it, I get so emotional. They get that jumping and waving just like an ocean do. You got me broken and humble just to be close to you. It's Independence Day, tell me what it means to you. When I think about it, I get so emotional. It get me jumping and waving just like an ocean do. The sun's out, screaming to the sun's down. Fireworks popping off, seeing through the dark clouds. We on the run now, heading for the end line. Breaking down the borders of our past like an enzyme. Sonata leashes off, show me where the eggs are. I 
lost a lot of tears. Show me how to get him back. Only the Lord's grace. Show me how it is a death. He's like a bodybuilder. Show me how to cut the fat. So now I'm 40 pounds lighter. Yeah, the fighters back. Changing my drum beat. I call it a heart attack. Over this one beat, I call it a smart attack. And let the sound of our freedom bang. It's like the tip attack, get the get rhyme play. It's just to celebrate our team like draft days. It gets to jumping like kids on half days. I'm still amazed that he ripped in my pathway. And when I think about it, I get so emotional. It gets to jumping and waving just like an ocean dude. You got me broken and humble just to be close to you. It's Independence Day, tell me what it means to you. Woo, that was like a party. That was a party track right there. Yeah, that was hot. Fireworks. Don't be like Drake. Fireworks. Sean Slaughter. Treasure. Give me back. It's Cook Dog in the chat room. You know what time it is. Thunder. 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 Thundercats. Oh! Did you miss me? Listen up, bleeple. Come on. Come, come on. <laughs> Thunder mouth. Come on. <laughs> oh, my goodness, yo. Uh, I don't even know where I'm at. Um, we're talking about why, why in the world are you married? And um, we went over some marriage myths. Um, that uh, maybe you thought you need to get married because of those myths. Maybe you thought you you know you had to be compatible and, and see on each, each and every level, or you know what I'm saying he had to be as smart as her, um, or you know y'all got married because y'all never argue. I hate couples that say that we, we never, never argue. we never we argue. Always, no, and then they think no, um, I, no, we no, don't. Exactly. No. <laughs> yeah, we had an argument maybe three years ago. But that, that was it. it. That was it. You know what I'm saying? That, that's not healthy. Right. Something wrong. It's Somebody's holding something back. And something big gonna happen and somebody gonna get hurt. Something big gonna happen. <laughs> somebody gonna catch somebody in bed doing something more than sleeping. You know what I'm saying? Somebody gonna be getting tickled. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got I got um two scriptures and 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 here's the reality. What all the stats say about marriage and and all the myths that are, that are out there about marriage, marriage is truly um about one thing. Well, two things. It's about commitment and it's about loyalty. And I, and when you get married, um, even though love is a part of it, um, you know what I'm saying? Well, uh, t- to be honest, I shouldn't say love is a part of it. I think we need. I think uh, our definition of love is wrong because the Bible says that for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believe in Him. Uh, wouldn't perish but have everlasting life the reality is that true love um in god's terms is a sacrifice it's a commitment um mm. it's giving you all all right um check this out probably heard this before um a lot of people getting getting ma- get, getting marriages and they want to contribute something not commit so i want to bring my ideas in you bring your ideas in we'll collaborate you know what i'm saying We'll have a, we'll have a, um, you know what I'm saying? We'll be best roommates. We'll collaborate and make a great marriage. And the reality is it takes commitment. Check out this story. It says a chicken and a pig were walking down the road together. They passed a sign for a local diner advertising its breakfast special. 
ham and eggs, two ninety five. Mm. The chicken said, "That's our whole contribution to society. Breakfast food." The pig replied, "For you, it may be a contribution. For me, it's a total commitment." The reality is, a lot of y'all like chickens. Well, y'all want to come off in a, in a relationship and drop off a couple of eggs mm. and keep it moving. But as far as the pig, he can't drop off no eggs. In order to make bacon, he got to go all in. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so, exactly. for the, and so for the chicken, you know what I'm saying, he makes a contribution to the breakfast. For the pig, he makes a commitment because ain't no coming There's back. Nothing There's nothing else after that. There's nothing else. You know what I'm saying? Don't talk to nobody after that. Exactly. And and this and this is what Jesus talks about. This is why Jesus always talked about um, himself as as the um, groom and the church as the bride, and and talks about the body of Christ and 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 himself as a marriage couple. And and even when he talks about um, a, a marriage, um, there's this commitment that he requires of us that is so sacrificial. I mean, right. he, he tells the husband to love um, the wife as Christ loved the church. You know what I'm saying? And the same from a woman. She's supposed to ha- have the utmost respect for her husband. You know what I mean? And there's this ultimate commitment, this ultimate giving over of one another, this ultimate sacrificing um, of one another. And so I, I think a lot of times we get we get married, we think of love and, and the feelings, and the feelings are great. Right. But if feelings are the number one priority, maybe not, feelings could be maybe number two. But if number one, if number one, and I don't think a lot of us think, I, I, know, I, I don't know if we thought of it like this. You know what I'm saying? I think we... You know, maybe we got married because we really liked each other or loved each other or we've been together for a long time. I guess it's what you do. But I don't know if we really said, um, I'm committing myself to this person forever. Right. You kind of, th- I mean, you not like you say, I'm going to break up after I get married, but you're not saying I'm committing myself to this person. I'm giving myself to this person forever. You know what I'm saying? I'm making a total commitment to this person. You know what I mean? Um, 1 John 3.18 says, Dear children, let us not love with our words or tongue, but with actions and in truth. Mm. Mm. Real talk. You know what I'm saying? Because love is, is not with words or tongue. You know what I'm saying? And the, and the Bible says, um, if you do love with words and tongue, you just are like a noisy symbol. You know what I mean? Or a tinkering bell. Um, but true love is in actions and truth. Joshua 24, 14, 15 says this. Now, now, here's one thing that I love. I want you to think of the scripture because being that I love commitment, the agape love that God wants to have for our partner, this commitment is the symbol, is, uh, to our spouse is similar to the one that we have with God. Right. He teaches us this thing, right? So I want you to listen to this verse, but I want you to think of it in terms of spouse, okay? Joshua 24, 14 and 15. Now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods from your forefathers, worship before the river and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you'll serve, whether the gods your forefathers served beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you're living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Know it. Let's go ahead and, 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 and put the spouse in there. I'm going to twist it up a little bit. Now fear the Lord and serve your spouse with all faithfulness. Throw away all other thoughts of women and all other shorties that's walking by, mm. worship by other men. They decent. And serve your wife or mm. spouse. Mm. Stop looking at fat burgers. Stop looking at fat backs and fat <laughs> necks. <laughs> but if serving your spouse seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you serve. Mm. 
Whether you're going to serve your spouse or you're going to serve these other chicks in the land that you're living in. You know what I'm saying? But as for me, I'm going to serve my spouse. Mm. Mm. And the reason you can do that is because the same service that God wants towards us, of course, our commitment to him is higher. But that same kind of service, that same kind of commitment, that same kind of loyalty, that same kind of bond that we have with God um, is the same type that he wants with our spouse. And so just like as we serve the Lord and we're faithful to the Lord and we love the Lord and we thankful of the Lord and we appreciate the Lord. It's so funny how we do all these things to God who we can't see, but we can't do them to the person that we live with every single day. That's five inches from us. Exactly. Faithfulness, commitment, love, appreciation, you know, thankfulness. And God continues to mimic our relationship with him like a marriage. He's like, look, the same way y'all doing that, y'all do what should be doing this. The same way y'all should be doing this, y'all should be doing that. You know what I'm saying? Adoration. Mm. Um, but for some reason, a lot of couples will actually use God against one another. Well, God said we that yeah, you need to be having more sex. Well, God said da, 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 and they'll use the Bible against one another instead of acting like the Bible. Mm. 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 Or worshiping mm. God, uh, or, 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 or serving each other like you serve God. Right. You know what I'm saying? Love is best seen as devotion and action, not an emotion. Let me say that again. Mm. Love is best seen as devotion and action, not an emotion. Emotions are great, though. Emotions are good. Mm-hmm. Love is not excuse- exclusively based on how we feel. Certainly, our emotions are involved, but they cannot be our only criteria for love. True devotion will always lead to action, mm. which is true love. Ooh. True devotion Ooh. will always lead to action, true love. The reality is, is that if your partner is not showing a lot of action, you know what I'm saying? You need to start an investigation. Exactly. Because somebody that tells you that they love you, but don't show you that they love you, is showing you something. But it ain't love. You got to read the writings on the wall. That's it. You know what they say? If it act like a duck, it walk like a duck, and talk like a duck, it's not a chicken. Hey, black. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, let's end with this. Quality relationships are founded on the rock of commitment. Not the shifting sands of feelings or emotions. God calls us to be people of commitment. First to him, then to others. Mm, y'all just got sun. Y'all got thundered. Y'all just got sun. And, rela- and, and emotions are good. Emotions are great. We all love emotions. You know what I'm saying? But uh, commitment is better. You just got sunned. And that's your official thunder butts moment. And uh, that's pretty much it, yo. Nothing else. There's nothing else to be told. Love your people. You know what I'm saying? Um, show.com, hamshow.tv. You know what I'm saying? We broadcast every Monday at 630. Um, so check that out. 757-325-9493. Call us. Leave us a message, a comment. Um, advertising. Uh, we about to send out our advertising packet. Let you show our numbers. You know what I'm saying? We get about 20, 25,000 uh, uh, spins a, uh, a month. You know about that. You know what I'm saying? 25,000 spins a month, downloads and uh, and streams and all that type of stuff. So um, we're on the op- we get us on the on the uh, uh, what you call it? iTunes app, Android app, and um, you know what I'm saying? So the Ham Sandwich Show, kid. It's the kid, Sean Slaughter. And I am True Asia. And the quote of the day is: When the one when one man loves the one woman and the one woman loves the one man the very angels desert heaven and come and sit in that house and sing for joy mm. Mm. Shh. 
Shisa. Shondo. <laughs> we appreciate y'all listening to What, what in a Ham Sandwich. sandwich. One. Song number one, Tadashi. Tadashi. Tada- yeah, Tadashi. Featuring Lecrae. Bury Me. Song number two, Clister. Featuring Seven. Beauty in Pain. Song number three was Swing. Featuring a whole gang of people. <laughs> um, a song called Independence Day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And uh, that's what it is. What? 